What's up, guys? I'm Sky. And I'm Kamisha. Welcome to Multiversatility University. M-U. All right, happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. I wore my sweater, but you really can't see it. I was going to say, how do people, like, how do you have to sit? I was trying to, like, tilt the laptop. I could have just, like, raised my sweater. Could sit on a pillow. Black. It says, black. It's, it says it's the black pride for me, but y'all can't see it. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> mine says black educators are the culture. Oh, I like it. I like it. So I've been um, mm-hmm. since day one. So what I've been doing at work is uh, February 1st, you know, I, I pulled out a good old shirt. And then, uh, then on Friday, since then, I've been doing a... Um, Either a sweat, either a shirt or a sweatshirt or a hoodie or whatever. Um, also, while sim- simultaneously teaching my Black History series, you know, in social studies, so I've paused our current curriculum, um, and I'm doing these um, figures in history that, like, sometimes are talked about, sometimes not, like, not our standards. But I'm trying to like bounce around. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what have you been up to for Black History Month? Absolutely nothing. I think this is the first time that I just, you know what? I am tapped out. I am. It is, it is a stretch to do things. I do still try to, I do still try to honor what the students are interested in while also trying to, we have this thing where kind of everybody's supposed to be doing the same thing. Like, uh, I believe we're all supposed to be talking about space, and I'll circle back to it. I'll get it. Um, But to your uh, question, uh, my current tension and situation is that even though I'm on the continent, I'm in a country that I believe may see themselves as more Arab than African. And particularly when we think about... uh, just black history in the US, I think uh, attention or maybe a blind spot that international schools have is that just by virtue of them being international and in another country and having different nationalities, I think they believe that they are diverse and inclusive and uh, they skip the equitable and the justice part. Um, And it doesn't matter if the faculty doesn't represent that uh because again they play the nationality card which means that you could have someone from south africa who is has no melanin right so that's that's the card that they like to play and um i just don't know how not even relevant but how um influential is it if you only have it one time if that makes sense. Like if you're only gonna have this black history experience with this one teacher you had one time in kindergarten. Yeah. Right? So if I put in that kind of work, yeah. um That's fair. to what end, I guess. Uh so for this black history month, I'm just gonna have to be enough. I mean, and here's the thing, like I don't think I've ever thought about the 
right? Because I've never taught outside of the U.S. And so I don't think I've ever thought about what DEI, DEIJ, DIB, whatever you want to call it. I don't think I've ever thought about what that work looks like outside of the U.S., right? Like I know the struggles, obviously, of the U.S. because I'm here, born and raised here, all the things. And so to think about what that looks like and how it's approached outside of here i just don't think i've ever really thought about it but that's a whole separate beast like they don't like you said the the lack of the equity piece or the justice piece that's huh. yeah i think and this is speaking loosely not having like any historical anthropological background that's not my area of expertise but i For do sure. believe that many countries are just in denial whether it be about uh racism or their part in it uh i think is a great example of that with um, our our Duchess. You know what I mean? So I feel like there's just this sort of like, oh, we didn't have plantations and a whole slave trade. We started it. We benefited from it. We orchestrated it. But we didn't actually have that. So like we're not the same. It Okay, so I've been watching, right? And I'm late to the party, but that's because I do 99,000 things. So I've been watching Harry and Meg's documentary, right? I'm not even so, late like, to the party, so you're fine. <laughs> and so, you know, I knew, I knew, right? Like the, the, and they call it the institution. And so, like, now that word just kind of like rubs me wrong. Anyway, um, but I knew that that the institution like did really fool with black people, like, you know, whatever, like it kept it, it kept it hush hush, but like we all knew, but it's one of those things where like to see it, right. Kind of like laid out and like, they went like pretty deep into kind of like its connection to like slave trades and things and how, you know, even after the slave trade was over, like they were still paying these ex-slave owners, if you will, like still paying them because it was like, it was really disgusting. And then on top of that, to like tell this man to his, to his face that he's a spare, um, like it bothered me quite a bit. Um, and so to the point to where like, I'm actually going to go get his book, Spare, and read it eventually. But I just, you know, I was like, this is really wild. And just the that it took him, which just growing up, I, he was always different. He was never, he never fit the institutional mode. Like he was just, he is his mother. Um, but mm-hmm. he, it's crazy that it took him to kind of like shake up the stuff and send the people in a tizzy. And he gives no cares. And he's just like, is either like y'all or us. And he like chose to protect his family. Um, or whatever, but at the same time, he's still fighting through like his own like indoctrination from the instance. Like it is, child. Why? Yeah, I guess for me, I'm just like unless the systemic roots are gonna be eradicated, yeah. then it's like I don't know. Yeah. I hate like I've been feeling like that. I feel like uh, I would say a good year now of just this like. What is, I don't know, what's the end game, I yeah. guess? 
like what's the end game and how much of myself do I lose to that? And for what purpose, I guess? Um, you know, I was just thinking about, as you were talking, I was just in my, in my mind's eye, I was like, I wonder if they even have any uh, servants or help of color in uh, Buckingham Palace or even similar yeah. to House Slave and Field Slave, if that is like a, a demarcated yeah. um, thing. And then it just made me think, really, like, do you know how, particularly in today's world, how strategic you have to be to exclude like you really, it it actually I feel like would take a lot of effort to be honest. To literally, uh, you know, when I hear places say we can't find, yeah, there's whole um, <laughs> educational organizations called historically black colleges and universities that have a plethora of resources. There mm-hmm. are cities in this country with school systems that are predominantly, if not exclusively, not yep. white. So when I hear that, I'm always like, wow, you, you must be trying like really, really, really hard, whether it is looking at the name that comes across, whether it's fielding through other details, like where are they from or where do they go to school? And then even then, if I'm being honest, I, I wish Okay, this, the same way that COVID tests were just like, here, everybody go get one. I would yeah. like DNA tests to happen like that. I would really like a reckoning. Oh. I would like a reckoning to occur for all of the um, imagined peers to just really be like, surprise! Surprise! Yeah. Look! Oh, look! Hmm. Thought. Yeah. You, you thought... <laughs> And now what? And now what? Because here's the reality. People are passing on how they present, which cool. Do you? But even sometimes I look at people and I'm like, yeah, there's something from the continent in there. Something's in there. Uh, Just, you know, again, not my area of expertise or anything, but I'm just going on a hunch. Going on a hunch. That, uh, some intermingling and mixing going on there. For sure. For sure. And just, right, and even, because I'm even thinking about Meg, how, like, you know, whatever, like, she went through her life. In essence, she lived her life like a white woman, right? Like, she really never had to, like, endure whatever because she is white passing. So, okay, fine, until she got to the institution, and they wretch all the way back and was like, oh, you, oh, they like one drop root her in essence. Yes. Was like, They're like, we're checking all the receipts. It's like, we know Just your daddy, but it's like your mama blackity black black. And she's like, fair. She's fair, I believe. She's on the fair side. What, her mother? Her mother? And here's, the, well, she's not, she's not like, she's not like, you know, chocolatey black, but she is She's not as fair as Meg, though. Like, she is is what a, a a shade of brown, like, a darker shade of brown, if you will. Like, she's not, like, fair. Um, but, like, yeah. They, and it, like, they one-drop ruled her. And I was having this conversation with um, some white colleagues, and they went, whoa. And I was like, think about it. They one-drop ruled. 
And it was like, well, that escalated quickly. And I was like, I know things like you just typically don't really have to think about, but like, what do they think they, about? That's what I want to know. What the, I wish I could jump in the mind. What do y'all think about on a day, on an average basis? What did you think about? You know, what do you think about when Tyree Nichols events happen? What do you think? Like, what yeah. is, I just really would like to know what yeah. it's like. Yeah. What is that type of privilege that you are just, you can choose to be unbothered, unaffected, un, yeah. unattached? Yeah. Just like, like, oh, that was sad. That's unfortunate. And then you That's like, and I think it's, it's one of those things, right? Where it's like, if they, if they feel the things right like you feel the things in the moment when it's at the forefront and then like right then it subsides and then you go back to your regular life um and like that's not <laughs> that's not like us like I felt myself like I felt the things when the video was released or whatever all the things and then like and then I carried on with my life and then it all hit me I, I think I was like standing in a store or something and I got extremely overwhelmed about Tyree. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like I had been obviously carrying this. I had just kind of like shoved it down. I had been carrying this since all the things. And then it just hit me. And then I'm like, I'm not, like this has to stop. Like what? And, and so like it, we constantly carry this as, black and brown like we we carry this and it hits us in waves and like it's always imprint now like that's an additional imprint in the back of my mind like and so i'm always thinking about like even down to like i still feel a way walking inside of a grocery store and that's just being like brutally honest and transparent like i still feel a way and i try not to live my life in fear because like like you just shouldn't. And then like, as a, as a Christian, I identify as a Christian, like it, the Bible tells us we shouldn't walk around in fear. And so like, I try not to, but like, sometimes I'm still like, I still count the exits in a grocery store because like that one like shook me to my core. And just the me. fact that we carry these things. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I intentionally do not live in the United States of America for that very reason. I'd be like, mm, yeah, you know what? I don't think about any of that. And it's like, to your point, there's so many analogies I could draw, but whether it's a broken bone that you don't let completely heal and you keep messing with it and you got to keep, you just, you fucking it up or a scab and you keep picking at it and it don't heal. I think about the marks that Killmonger had on his body for kills, just every time. It's like, okay, another one. And it's not really, so first off, these are just the ones that we know about and that we see, right? And this is just from our point of view as U.S. citizens. So it's happening globally <laughs> to black and brown people. And it's just, ah. <sighs> If there was a collective, just sort of like feeling, like a hush and a sigh, it's just, you know what, it, it literally as I'm sitting here with my eyes closed, it's just like, I feel like I hear wailing all the time. 
I feel like if the, I don't know if it would be the earth, I don't know what it would be, but if there was a wailing every time that these things happened, it would just be, yeah. I almost feel like maybe it would be cool if those that are unbothered and unaffected, if they just heard like a, a, a wailing every time it happened, if they just had a wailing throughout their, almost like tinnitus, you just hear that every time a life is snuffed out or some injustice happens or, and I mean globally, because um, that's what it's like really and you don't have to be present like i wasn't on u.s soil uh during the events of george floyd and i don't even remember i don't even remember how i found out if i'm being honest because i feel like i had kind of detached a little bit from social media um i think the people in my circle know not to like share that shit with me so I don't remember what happened. But what I do know is that it is 2023. And part of my French mom, ancestors, and elders, but ain't a goddamn thing changed. And that's what gets me. I'm like, wow, we went through a whole earth stop experience. Like we went through a whole global, literally everybody sit the fuck down and be still. Like you cannot go anywhere. You can't go anywhere. And I know it was a very reflective period for myself personally, <laughs> but I guess that as a world, as a country, yeah. Nah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it was, and we've talked about this in several episodes and several situations where that was the time for institutions, that was the time for um, systems and things to shift because it was kind of like a, a blank slate, if you will. And that didn't happen. Um, you know, there, there were some, some things that like were like thought about or some things that were certainly brought to light. Yes. But the fact that like a lot of these systems like sustained even through that. And now we're back to where we were, um, if not worse, if you will, like it's, it's really oh, it's disturbing, worse. disgusting. It's, it's it like, it's wild. And it's like, guys. We had a chance to do the things oh, and, and like start, oh. right? We can't make them better overnight, but we had a we had an opportunity to start anew and we did not. And that's not and that's beyond education. That's in education, but that's in just our our like systems in general. Like we were having a conversation about um the um child protective services system and how like systems that are that really like undergird us as a country are so rooted in in racism are so rooted in um being a disadvantage to black and brown people like we had moments to start to really push and start to like break up 
a lot of that old ground and old soil and we what we do we wasted it so now we just like either reinstituting stuff on top of old stuff or like that's really what it is we just reinstituting old stuff on top of whatever and we just kept going and now it's bad <laughs> i want to play the game of what isn't rooted in racism i want to play that game what isn't because it's just it's too much it's it's too much it really is it's, and it's, and like i have been reading uh and I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole of reading things that were written in the past mm-hmm. concerning like black liberation or just the state of blackness. Because to read something from a perspective of somebody who wrote something 30, 20, 40, 50 years ago before I was born, even, yeah. it is just like, why could this have been written now? Like, why, why do I have a device in my pocket that does everything, but I'm living the same experience as like my great grandparents? Cause that seems like the twilight zone. If I'm going through the same shit, albeit, cause I don't want to take anything. I don't, you know, there's, there's levels to it. I do, at the same time, have privileges that they didn't have, and I recognize that. Um, however, it's like, so what? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those things. Somebody said, um, somebody asked this really peculiar question of, you know, would you rather have lived then or lived now? And somebody was like, well, like now we got all the, all these advancements and all these things. And it's like, yeah, we do, but have we really advanced? Ain't nothing moved but the technology. Like systems haven't advanced. <laughs> like what, the only thing we do now oh is God. like elect, electric cars oh and like uh, video recorders, cameras, the internet in our pocket. Like, yeah, we got that. And like That's we can pass this episode, by the way, ain't nothing move but the technology. That's it. <laughs> I, Boom. I love it. I love it when we find it in the middle. Boom. I'm like, wait a minute. Gold. Like, ain't literally ain't nothing move but the technology. Cause what are we doing? Like, ain't no systems shifted. Okay, so like, yeah, black. Cause I just thought about Ruby Bridges yesterday. Okay, like, yeah, we uh, integrated schools, but like, what if we really changed? Oh, and that mess, if you read about, oh, if you read about or even talk to somebody who's alive, like my mother, who just, just made it to not have to go to a desegregated school, like she just made it out by the skin of her teeth. When you hear somebody talk about what it was like to have black teachers and be among black students and just be surrounded by black excellence for your formative years and people who just bolstered and believed and all of that like you didn't have to deal with systemic racism like on that level in your formal education like your whole life she's a different and and, and you know i'm thinking about it now as i say she's a different animal 
my mother's a different animal because for the entirety of her formative years, she was surrounded and encouraged by her community. Now, once you leave that space, that safe space, because she lived in South Carolina and she did go to a PWI in the South. Fair, fair. Right? Um, so I don't know how much, you know, code switching navigation she got to deal with that. But I'm sure, I mean, you know, she's, you have to leave your house. So if you go to town, they didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but it's just, what a difference that would have made. What difference would it have made in my life if I had teachers who look like me? If I had teachers who spoke to me in a way, not that I was some exceptional magical Negro, but that I just was black excellence. And not just me, but the other people around me. So not in a competitive sense, but just we all are. Yeah. You, you're all gifted in black in different <laughs> ways, right? And it's just yeah. like, hmm, I wonder what that's like. Because I'm reading, um, uh, if you've never read Bell Hooks, I just have to say, like, I'm, maybe, I'm late to, maybe I'm late to that party. Um, but I read all of her love books about love. And now I'm reading Rock My Soul, which is about Black people and self-esteem. And it shows, she talks about that. She talks about, and she talks about that. And then I have to sit with, I've been trying to navigate this shit since I was knee high to a grasshopper. Yeah. Once I left South Carolina at four or five and entered school systems in kindergarten, I have had to navigate uh, covert racism. Yeah. And you don't know that when you're that age, but in reflection and looking back, I'm like, wow. Like, we start that at a young age. At a young, at a really, yeah. you know, we're asked to carry a lot of things. And, uh, you know, I, I saw something recently. Um, I think she's a therapist. It was like a clip on Instagram. And she was talking about this notion of, like, the angry Black woman, if you will, or anxiety or Black people in general. But then she also yeah. tied it to, like, all the things, all the things that are, like, behind us and on us. Like, all this stuff we have to navigate and that nobody takes that into account. So she was like, are you really angry and are you anxious or are you just, like, trying to survive? Almost like, do you leave your house just trying to get to the day just to get back home? Yeah, and I think it's not necessarily it's, be at peace, but sort of like to like uh, decompress before you can even be at peace. Like you're just like, oh, I made it through today. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a um, it's the survive versus thrive right situation. Like, are you really thriving or are you surviving, or have you been trying to survive so long to where? you've kind of adapted to thinking that you're threat. Yeah. Like, no, I think about that all the time. Like, am I, because we're just always in survival mode. So am I really thriving? And then like, I'll, I'll get in moments and spaces 
or I feel like, you know, I'm doing the things and it's like, okay, let me take a step back. Am I really thriving or am I still in survival mode? Like, what are we, you know, that's, yeah. And so it affects all areas of your life. Like uh, some friends of mine, we, we are all expats and we were kind of reflecting on relationships and how, you know, I was saying, I was like, well, I just felt like more successful in my relationships when I wasn't living here because I was thriving. And when you're thriving, you feel like a baddie. Like you don't have any reason not to. Like there's all that stuff that stresses you out or you're thinking about, or you're worried about, you're not. It's off the plate. And then, like, I, it's, it's an epiphany moment where you're like, huh, the your relationships when you're thriving <laughs> versus when you're surviving, like, it's, it's not even, like, a question of why things don't work out sometimes or why this went awry or why, you know, because you're like, yeah, I was in survival mode. And she's a completely different person. Right. She's a completely different person. She's stressed the fuck out. Yeah. And it's hard. Out. <laughs> She's tired. She just. Oh. It's like, right. And it's hard to, it's hard to like have a solid relationship with yourself when you tired and stressed out, let alone with other people, whether that's romantic, platonic, business, whatever, yes. right? Like, it's hard to, like, bring your full self when you are, like, stressed. Like, I have learned when I am, like, stressing out to, no matter what the relationship is, to step back. Um, and just to be, like, real honest, yo, retreat, like... Retreat. Li- literally, no, and I'm so serious. And it's literally, right, and it's one of those things where, like, learning how to say that and be okay with it, right? Hey, like, y'all, I can't give, whoever it may be, I can't give my self in the way that you're used to me giving, or I can't show up as 100%, 110% as I was because I am feeling X, Y, and Z, or I'm, or I'm under stress. I need, I need a moment. I need a give me a full timeout. Like I need a, I need a shebang. And so like just being honest in that um, and being okay with that, right? Like being forthcoming in those relationships. Um, and even if they're not okay, you have to be okay with that because you know you. And so if I need to, if I just need that moment, I'm going to have to take that moment so that I can, so that I can come back and so that I can present my best self but like it's just going to be a detriment to us all if i just keep showing up in this way or even doing the call out on a mental health day which by the way i'll circle back to what we do got worse after the pandemic because so before before covid there were a host of other uh viruses ailments and diseases that prevented you from being around people plot twist I'm not, a I'm not a scientist, but However. I, just, I just play one on the podcast. So, for whatever reason, um, and I did not have, it, okay, so I've lived in different places, and so I noticed different sure. things. When I lived in Atlanta, that has a ridiculous pollen thing, like your whole stuff will be covered in yellow. I had like allergies, even though I'm not allergic to anything. 
And when I was in the Midwest, allergies and for the first time ever started getting like ear infections and just this sinus viral thing. So, of course, it didn't happen when I live out of the country, but it's fine. Neither here nor there. <laughs> last, last year, it happened again, and it happens around the same time. It kind of happens in winter. Um, so, in addition to it being flu season, cold season, and whatever else, I get this, this thing. And, you know, when I go to the doctor to get it checked out, I'm like, oh, makes sense. You know, it's something that happens to me every year. The school's like, go get a COVID test. Okay, fine, because also know your I, – I didn't have that, but that's cool. Fine, whatever. So do it. It's negative. Here's the message I received. Well, it's not COVID, so you coming in? No, nah, because I'm sick. I don't like, feel well, guys. Like so, – Wild. So because, wild. Because, so because I don't have the plague – and I won't give the plague to like anybody else. I can come in. You just want me or, to come in here decrepit. Okay. Okay. Or even just the whole uh, idea of <laughs> this was another one of my favorites. I feel like if you decided not to get vaccinated, the thought was uh, may the odds of you ever in your favor. Like if you didn't get vaccinated and you get sick and die. It was definitely like. Uh, 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 <laughs> like a Hunger Games moment for sure. Yeah, it was like, like well, <laughs> go in peace because that's all we got. It was like, <laughs> I mean, we can neither confirm or deny if you ain't get that shot. So it was like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So what about people who can't? I mean, it just was like, oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. So here we are. But it's just, you, uh, you have to, um, you got to take care of yourself if you're black in this world. So what is we going to do? That's my question. So it's Black History Month, even though I'm black 365. And I mean all the time. <laughs> I'm just blackity black black this month, but I am black all the time. Sometimes I'm extra. And sometimes it's chill, but I you gonna get this black all the time. I just had this conversation with my mama yesterday. I was like, uh, I was like, you know, I'm black all the time. Plot twist. Um, however, I said, you know, I get blackity black in February, and she just starts like dying laughing. But I was like, yeah, I mean, y'all gonna get this, and yeah. But no, what is we going to do? That's a solid question. And yeah. I was at a gathering for POCs in uh, the area in independent schools mm -hmm. um, two weeks ago. And the question presented to us to kind of like chat in our at, at the tables we were sitting at. It was just like, what have you been doing? Like, we, we're tired of talking. What are we doing? Uh, what are we? But why do we have to do it? Cause who else gonna do it? Who else gonna do it, Kamisha? But I didn't. I didn't make the fucking mess. That's I didn't. What is, uh, <laughs> don't I have enough to deal with? I didn't make this mess. Uh. But we, you're, and you're absolutely right. We did not make this mess. However, comma, if we don't do it, it's gonna. 
it's gonna the the spill the mess is gonna dry and it's gonna be caked up and it's gonna stain and i mean it has already done all of those things however like <laughs> like who who gonna do it Kavisha, if we don't do it i don't who know don't do it i don't know I the don't ancestors know. but not i how about that not i <laughs> sign me in the words of one of my good friends sign me out because not me <laughs> that's what you get that's the energy you're giving me tap out sign no me out. tap out sign me yeah. out is tap what you get speaking of extra so yesterday it was friday facts we do get to dress cash okay we get to wear jeans and such and i think you can get away with Ooh, more stuff so you're I wore, fancy i wore my we are black history in the making shirt Love it. And I had like the fresh uh, South African inspired earrings with the colors. My Nikes happened to, it was just, just like all black with like bam, bam. And I was really feeling myself. I was like, look at you. You know what? Even if you didn't know it was Black History Month, even if you know it was February, you think, look at you in your green and your red and your black. Like, I was feeling myself yesterday, so I'm just I need love that, that same you. energy. I love that for you. Uh, I just need all that energy for the rest of the year. I know. We, you know, we just we gotta we gotta make it. We gotta we gotta isn't push through. Head, isn't the sneakerhead teacher thing in February? Isn't that happening this month? I think I think so. I wish I had my Air Force ones with me. I think so. I feel like I need those, but I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know what y'all are going to do, but as I've said, <laughs> out, to myself, I, will, I don't know what y'all go do. I mean, you went to a meeting about, I, I was not the, I didn't get invited to the meeting. I was not the meeting. So I missed, I, I just, missed, you know, because it's up. like, <laughs> I missed it. You missed the gathering. But no, it was like, it's literally like, yo, like you, we, we're all talked out and that's true. But then it's like, well, what, what can we do? I mean, like, yeah, you can't do more than talk. Let me, let me just be clear there. Yes, you can do more than talk, but like, I mean, we, I mean, we are having these conversations. We are doing these things and yeah. Um, yeah, but it's like. It's a never-ending fight, and it's a push, and yeah, at this point, it's just, it's given I'm on the battlefield for my Lord for the rest of my life is what it's given. I don't- God, it's given 12 years in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. It's given like, I feel like there's a song about walking in circles from back in the day. You got me going in circles. Round and round I go. Is mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, as always, it's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been a pleasure, guys. Sharing the mic always. with you. Uh, oh, always. I would like to say that we did actually record an episode <laughs> that was supposed to come out at the end of last month, but we had some technical difficulties. Um, I feel like we should, like, do a double. We have to do, like, another recording for February that we have to finish. Absolutely. Maybe we can uh, run part of that conversation back. Uh, obviously not. The whole thing won't work, but you I know, maybe we, we can. About. It's fine. I got you. I'll send it to you. No worries. 
Okay. Thank you everyone again for joining us. Thank you for supporting us. Hope you gathered some great notes from this episode. As always, I'm Kamisha. I'm Sky. School is in session.